and we're on. What's up? Hey. Hey. If you can creepily hear our dog running down the stairs. Click clacking like a <laughs> velociraptor. He sounds he sounds demonic whenever he runs down the stairs. When he goes really fast, yeah. And it, it's it's because it's like one continuous click, so it's like. Yeah, but it uh, well I guess it. For some reason, it reminds me of The Grudge, but it doesn't at the same time. Oh, because yeah. The Grudge was slow and all contorted and everything. It just reminds me that he's a demon. <laughs> well, that is, yeah, that is a fact. Okay. Well, Sweet. this week, we have cannibals. Yay! So, yay. Woohoo. These are sick. Yeah. This is disgusting. They're pretty gross yeah uh how about you go first oh me yeah okay i think i went like oh no we split it up yada 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 um what did we even do last week uh what did we do last week i can't even remember oh i did the bizarre murder weapons oh yeah yeah i was thinking we did um unsolved but that was the week before that oh yeah yep nope wow time flies yeah it does when you're stressed out all the time (laughs) um okay so i'm gonna talk about one of my um what was that no it sounded like just a car outside it sounded like an empty stomach no (laughs) no i'm full uh yeah me too okay um I'm going to do one of my, not favorite, I'm not going to say favorite murderers, but this guy is pretty messed up, so he's very interesting. Mm, Um, So one of my, mm, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. Infatuating? Unfortunately, I can't read minds. Dang it, I thought you could. Mm, Okay, well, anyway, I'm going to start off. Okay. This person. On May 19th, 1870, in Washington, D.C., Hamilton Howard was born. And this man is also known as Albert Fish. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Albert Fish, um, his family had a long history of uh, mental illness. So, just to name a few, um, his uncle had mania. His brother was sent to a state mental institution. His sister was diagnosed with mental affliction. His mother had visual hallucinations. And three other of his relatives were diagnosed with mental illnesses. Huh. Yeah, that sounds uh, like a messed up family. Yeah, just the way it was describing it sounded like his family had schizophrenia. Right. Um, So I don't know if that's what he had or what, but... At a young well, he, age. He had something. Yeah. Um, at a young age, I think it said um, nine years old. Nine what? He sure. Was nine years old. Um, his parents abandoned him. Oh, okay. And he was sent to um, an orphanage. Oh. Uh, what happened to his other siblings? I don't know. Because um, we don't care about them. So, according to Fish, this place was uh, brutal, and he and other people were regularly beat and had sadistic acts of brutality inflicted on them. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, so, I mean, maybe we could kind of get a sense of where this all stemmed from. Yeah. Where was, like, where was anything to regulate all this? They didn't have it back in the 1800s. Yeah. Oh. That yeah, wasn't a that's thing. That's true. That, that's you could true. do whatever that's you wanted. True. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they were just treated like trash mm-hmm. people in mental institutions. Right. Um. So then at the age of 12. Yeah, I mean, at that time, they didn't even know, like, what was going on oh with yeah, these they people. Like they had no idea. Yeah. Psychology wasn't even a thing. Right. In the United States then. Exactly, yeah. Um, so at the age of 12, so he's been in this place for three years, um, Fish's father had been dead, and his mother had gotten a job um, that allowed her to, like, she could afford to take him out of the orphanage. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that they you know, hit hard times and they couldn't afford to keep all the kids. So they yeah. sent him. Yeah. But she got a job, so she took him out and he was living with her. Um, and not long after he began living with his mother, he started a relationship with another boy. Um, and this boy introduced him to drinking urine and eating feces. Uh, gross. So that was uh, their first date they went on was... Um, <laughs> They drank their own pee. That's disgusting. <laughs> you know, side story, side note, like uh, my friend, my... You drink pee? No. Ew. <laughs> my friend's mom, uh, she pee. she told, no, she told this uh, in high school, uh, told this to us. She had like a, um, she worked, I think at like a hospital or <laughs> s- she works somewhere like that, you know, like, yeah. Uh, she's not a nurse, but she knew this or she heard this guy that came in and he had stomach pains all the time he was frying his poop and drinking his pee mm. and eating it and drinking it obviously so yeah of course you're gonna have stomach yeah, pain eating toxic waste yeah um anyways Wow, that's yeah. gross. And this happened here in St. Louis. Like, that's real. Like, a dude did that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It happens more than we think it does. Especially disgusting. with Well, especially with, you know, disabled people and um, mentally ill people. They, That's a common thing. It's <laughs> not really that weird. But if you're, like, just chilling outside of your house eating a turd, <laughs> that's kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when Fish was asked about the orphanage he stayed in, he stated that I saw boys doing many things they should not have done. So there is no telling what he saw or what happened to him or yeah. what was, you know, done to him. Mm-hmm. If yeah. Just I can only imagine considering what he went on to do. Yeah. Um, so in oop, I just hit the microphone. In eighteen ninety, at the age of twenty um he moved to new york city where he began his crimes against children um he would make money prostituting and he began sexually abusing young boys um he would lure them from their homes how i don't know did it say like what kind of boy like what age the boys were uh yeah they were anywhere from like teenagers to like four year four year olds Oh, gross. Yeah. I mean, teenagers still gross, but <coughs> at the same time. He like, did it oh. with females, too, but it was mostly young men. Mm. And he also, I read where he would go to areas that were mostly um, like African-American populated mm. um, because he knew that the police force didn't investigate African-American murders 
as much as um, white murders, which, oh, uh, I mean, interesting. still relevant. But he knew that, and he utilized it to his advantage. So, pretty messed up. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, he was prostituting, luring young boys from their homes, um, and he would brutally torture them with a paddle that was laced with nails, um, then rape them which eventually led to him murdering them and then eating them. So he went from pee and poop to human mm, skin. Um, so at the age of 28, so this is in 19, 1898, there's a lot of eights and nines in there, um, 1898, at the age of 28, uh, he married a woman and fathered six children. Oh, my God. Yeah. And everything was reportedly normal. They led average lives um, until his wife left him um, for another man. She took off with another guy, took all their belongings, all their furniture. Probably because he's fucking crazy. Probably. And left the kids there with their dad. Um, After that, he would ask his children to participate in sadomasochistic games with him including beating him with the nail paddle mentioned earlier until blood ran down his legs. Um, He also enjoyed pushing needles into his skin and taking balls of cotton, soaking them in alcohol, and and then setting them on fire in his anus. Ew, what? (laughs) I don't know why that's funny. That's weird. That's kind of what it feels like when I have diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can kind of get a sense that he was not normal. And he apparently married three times, but none of the after this. Yeah. But none of them were, um, like, legitimate because he never formally divorced his first wife. Huh. So, yeah. And I don't believe they lasted very long either. Okay, so. This is where it starts to go down. Mm -hmm. In 1928, at the age of 58, if I did my math correctly, um, he responded to an ad in the paper by an 18-year-old boy named Edward Budd who was looking for um, work to help his family out financially. Um, So Fish went and met with the Budd family about hiring their son, Um, saying that he needed a strong young worker to help him on his farm. Um, And Fish said that he would be by the Bud House the next week to take Edward out to his farm, but he never showed up. Um, So they're like, oh, dang it, you can't, you know, make money. Mm -hmm. He was offering $15 a week, which in 1928, I feel like that's a lot. Yeah, Um, right. A lot, a lot. Right. Um. So they were all pretty bummed out. But then he sent a telegram apologizing for not showing up and said that he would be by the next week. So when he arrived the following week, he brought presents for all of the Bud children and ate lunch with the family, which that's bizarre to me. Bizarre. She was 58 at the time, so they just viewed him as like this sweet old grandpa type of guy. Um, but they, whew, they yeah. were, they were very wrong. Um, so after lunch, 
Fish said that he had to attend a child's birthday party at his sister's house and suggested taking the oldest bud daughter, 10-year-old Grace Bud, to the party. Hmm. Weird. So he's like, hey, uh, yeah, I just remembered. I have to go yeah. to a kid's birthday party at my sister's house. I should, um, I should take your daughter. Yeah. I think she'd like it. Weird. What kind of, yeah. Weird. So they, since they just saw him as a harmless old man, gray-haired man, they were like, yeah, sure, you can go. It'd be fun. She'll have fun. Um, ugh, yeah. So they let her go. Um. So sad. She dressed in her Sunday best and was very excited to go to a birthday party. Left the house with fish and was never seen alive again. I bet those parents feel like shit. Oh, yeah. Did uh, feel like well shit. Well, it gets worse. Um, so there was a six-year investigation into the disappearance of Grace Bud. Man. Um, they were trying to figure it out. Then on November 11th, 1934... Mrs. Bud received an anonymous an anonymous letter in the mail. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't a call back then. They had phones in 34. Oh, oh, never mind. I thought this was before. Never mind. I, I was wrong. Yeah. My timeline was off. Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah, I know. My timeline was <coughs> off. Okay, never mind. I don't know Proceed. when phones were invented, actually. Um. 1916? Are you looking it up? Yeah. This is irrelevant. Anyway, she received an anonymous letter which gave a disturbing description of her daughter's murder and cannibalism. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The um, The letter talks about how Grace was taken to an empty house, stripped of her clothing, strangled, then cut into pieces to be eaten. But in the letter, it was made a point that she was not sexually assaulted. So, you know, that kind of makes it a little better. Mm. Oh, uh, <laughs> not really. But no, not at all. 1849. Oh, dang. Yeah, I was way off. Yeah, we were off by almost 100 yeah. years. I thought it was. Wow. I didn't realize phones were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it came actually, way later. Yeah, I did too. I actually have a transcript of the letter that he sent to her, if you'd like me to read it. Go for it. Do it. It's very disturbing. I will warn you Okay. ahead of time. There's um, no uncover button here. Like on Facebook, you know. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is, um, what's that called? Graphic content yeah. warning. It's really not that bad. No. I mean, it's pretty gross, but it's... Yeah. Okay, so here goes. Well, good thing I know how to read. Um, my dear Mrs. Bud, in 1894, a friend of mine shipped as a deckhand on the steamer Tacoma Captain John Davis. They sailed from San Francisco to Hong Kong, China. On arriving there, he and two others went ashore and got drunk. When they returned, the boat was gone. At that time, there was a famine in China. Meat of any kind was one to three dollars a pound. Could you imagine in 1894, one to three dollars for a pound of meat? Yeah. God, I don't even know what that would equate to now, but yeah. that's a lot. Um, anyway, 
So great was the suffering among the very poor that all children under 12 were sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under 14 was not safe in the street. You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. Part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it. A boy or girl's behind, which is the sweetest part of the body, and is sold as veal cutlets, brings the highest price. What? Yep. John stayed there so long that he acquired a taste for human flesh. Oh, my God. On his return to New York, he stole two boys, one seven, one eleven. He took them to his home, stripped them naked. Naked. <laughs> naked. That's my Southern Illinois accent. Mm. Naked. And tied them up in a closet and then burned everything they had on. Several times every day and night, he spanked them, tortured them to make their meat good and tender. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. First, he killed the 11-year-old boy because he had the fattest ass and, of course, the most meat on it. I feel like that's a rap song. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Every part of his body was cooked and eaten except the head, bones, and guts. He was... Oh, yeah. He was roast. Oh. <laughs> I hope that's picked up on here. Yeah. Uh, that's our dog barking, in case you didn't know. Um, he was roasted in the oven, in parentheses, all of his ass, boiled, broiled, fried, and stewed. The little boy was next, and he went the same way. At that time, I was living at 409 East 100th Street. He told me so often how good human flesh was, and I made up my mind to taste it. Hmm. You know, sometimes you're like, I think I'm going to um, try a different salad dressing today. Nope. <laughs> he decided he was going to eat meat. That's crazy. Human meat. Um, on June 3rd, 1928, I called on you at 406 West, 406 West 15th Street and brought you pot cheese and strawberries. We had lunch. Grace sat on my lap and kissed me. I made up my mind to eat her. On the pretense of taking her to a party, you said yes, she could go. I took her to an empty house in Westchester I had already picked out. When we got there, I told her to remain outside. Man, this she was premeditated. Oh yeah, he knew. She picked wild flowers. I went upstairs and stripped all my clothes off. I knew if I did not, I would get her blood on them. When all was ready, I went to the window and called her. Then I hid in the closet until she was in the room. When she saw me all naked, she began to cry and tried to run down the stairs. I grabbed her and said she would tell her mama. First, I stripped her naked. How she did kick, bite, and scratch. I choked her to death, then cut her in small pieces so I could take the meat to my rooms, cook, and eat it. Oh, my God. Well, this part makes me gag. Just know I don't enjoy reading this next sentence. How sweet and tender her little ass was oh roasted in the oven. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, uh, that makes me want to punch, punch him in the face. It took me nine days to eat her entire body. I did not F her. Though I could have if I wished. She died a virgin. He didn't say F. I said F. Because my parents might listen to this. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That was it. Ah, oh, that's crazy. That was the letter he sent to her mother. 
Did he stop there? Yep. Oh, oh wait, you mean killing people? Yeah. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. So. The police um, were contacted. They traced the letter. And through all the cool police work that police do, um, they found that it led back to a flop house that guess who lived at? Uh, Albert Fish. You were oh. right. Fish was immediately I was arrested. Track, but <laughs> no, he was in a swamp, you oh idiot. Yeah. Fish was immediately arrested and began confessing to the murder of Grace Bud. And several s- oh my god, I cannot say my v- v- rules. Several hundred other children. Oh my gosh. Several hundred. That is crazy. How does that many people or that that many kids go missing and they don't even get well, a lead? You uh, he um, he killed kids in the African American community communities. So, no, that that's right. And that's he right. moved or like he would go to different areas and kill. That's right. Um, still, that's yeah. so many. Yeah. Um, and these accounts were so disturbing that the detectives believed they were talking to the devil himself. Yeah. Um, Fish confessed to and described the murder of a four-year-old boy named Billy Gaffney while in police custody. Um, He said that he tied him up and beat him, then drank his blood and made a stew out of him. Mm. Fish stated that he wanted to inflict pain and have pain inflicted upon him um, when he was taken into custody. Like cotton balls in his anus? Oh, Listen to this. An x-ray was taken of him, and doctors found at least 29 needles were discovered in the skin between his anus and scrotum. What the fuck? What we call a taint. What is he so... Or a gooch. (laughs) Why is he so... Well, imagine, like, everything that was done to him when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. Probably connects that to gratification of some kind. Around that area. I'm sure there was some sort of association made. Hmm. There's no telling what happened to him from the workers of the orphanage and from the other kids at the orphanage. Yeah. There's no telling. Probably the worst you could imagine. And then multiply it is what happened to him. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't murdered and then eaten. Yeah. Which is probably actually the worst, but... But he's into ass play on himself. Sure. Um... So in the end, it was found that Fish had, um, so they could they could legitimately connect Fish to 15 murders of children and mutilations of 100 others. Um, these were just the known ones, although he claims to have killed over 400 kids. My gosh. Yeah. That's insane. Um, in the... Ch- Oh, God. In the trial, um, the defense tried to say that he was legally insane. However, the jury didn't buy it. What? Um, They didn't believe he was insane because he was so calm and reserved. um, That they're like, there's no way that this guy's insane because he knows exactly what he did. He knows exactly what he was doing. He planned it out. He knew. Which actually is... um, I was going to say, wouldn't that mean he would be insane? Because he just like... It's well, so okay with it. To, that's what they tried to argue is that um, he was insane because he thought murdering and eating people was yeah. okay. But they were saying that that doesn't mean you're insane. It 
like because um the way they view like legally insane in court is that you are not in the right mind to think correctly um so you don't know like um they're saying he's not legally insane because one it was premeditated so he planned it he knew what he was doing he acted of sound mind he had you know no you know what i'm saying yeah legally insane would be like you can't like control yourself you yeah can't. i know i know what you mean yeah um it's hard to explain and i'm not a lawyer so there you go um so they didn't believe it they said he he knows what he was doing he's sane which is actually even a harsher sentencing i would i would say if you are legally sane and sentenced mm-hmm. sentenced you get harsher punishment uh, yeah um so it's a good thing that they said no you're not insane you knew what you were doing because oh i see what you're saying yeah. because now he got a harsher sentence which yeah. he should deserve exactly yeah. yeah so they yeah um after 10 days of trial and one hour of deliberation fish was found guilty he was sentenced to death by electric chair to which he thanked the judge for and that is fucked up yeah and on january 16th 1936 albert fish was electrocuted and they made him a fillet mm. what they made him into a fillet oh after they electrocuted him get it yeah fish fillet fillet old fish sure um and then i put a little side note down here so back in 2015 i guess oh I went to um, the Museum of Death in New Orleans. New Orleans. Sorry, Alexis, if you ever hear this. New mm. Orleans. Um, it's really cool. I suggest going if you're ever there. There's also one in Hollywood, I believe. It's like 20 bucks to get in. It's worth it if you're into this kind of stuff. Didn't we talk about going there when we were out yonder? I think so, but we never made yeah. it close enough. Um, yeah. So I went, I went there, and... We spent probably like an hour there, mm-hmm. um, and they have so much stuff there. And at the very end, one of the last things they have in a case is handwritten letters that he had, that Albert no. Fish had, had uh, written. That's crazy. In a case, yeah. And um, at the time, I had no idea who he was. Right. So I was just like, meh. Like, I looked at him, and I was like, whatever. Yeah. And I, like, read the little description of who he was, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's messed up. But, like, I didn't, I had never heard of him before, so, oh, man, I wish I would have known, so I could have freaking stood there and read those letters and just see what. Yeah. Yeah, they had handwritten letters that he had written to parents about killing their kids. That's crazy that they have those Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, and they had some other stuff of his, too, but. um, I mean, those are getting close to 100 years old. Yeah. 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 And you're not allowed to take pictures in there or anything. Oh, so. yeah. Just like when we went to, was it Mopop, right? Couldn't take pictures? Yeah. Or, no, we could, but certain areas you couldn't. Yeah. The Marvel, I think you couldn't. Is that right? Something. I don't, I don't know. remember. Museum of Pop Culture in yeah. Seattle. It's cool. Go. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, that's the life and death of Albert Fish. Man. Pretty messed up. Well, your turn. Okay, I have one. Um, I don't. I was looking up his how to pronounce his name, but I have no idea. 
and I couldn't, I didn't see anything. But his name's Asi, Asai, I'm going to say Asai, Sagawa, A-R-I-S-S-E-I. I'm going to say it's Asai. Um, He's a jet, he's Japanese. And in 1981, while pursuing his PhD in comparative literature at the Cerebonne, Cerebonne in Paris, uh, he would bring home a prostitute every night, Dang. and he would try to shoot them from behind uh, with a gun. Oh. Not. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> That's here, here okay. it is. Um, but. Issei. Oh, Issei. Okay. So, uh, he, he would try to, sh- uh, sh- he had visions of trying to shoot them, um, because he wanted to kill somebody and, and eat them. And he never, uh, pulled the trigger. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> al- <laughs> he, he, there was a student, a classmate, her name was Renee Hardevelt. She, Apparently, they went on, like, one or two dates, and then he said, hey, I need help learning German. Can you come back to my apartment? Um, And he would pay her. So she actually came, uh, which I think is kind of weird if you dated a person. Wouldn't you just help them because you actually like them instead of, I don't know. Anyways. Maybe she didn't like him. Yeah, like he thought. Maybe she was just being nice. Yeah, maybe like he thought. Oh, this poor girl. Anyways, uh, so she eventually had turned her back to him, and he held the gun to the back of her head. Uh, she didn't know, and, like, he he actually didn't shoot her. Uh, not, until, not until the second visit that she came over did he actually pull the trigger, Aww. and he did it. Poor girl. Yeah. So then this time he shot her. Uh, he killed, raped, and ate her. Um, he actually had problems eating her raw flesh, so he cooked her teriyaki style. No joke. It did joke. not say that. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not a joke. That's not. I'm Asian, so I can make <laughs> these racist jokes, but it, no, like seriously, that's what he did. That's. Yeah. I like how I said he had trouble eating her raw flesh. Like. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to eat raw human flesh. You're not supposed Wait, to eat human yeah, at all. I was going to say, yeah. God, you idiot. You're Take supposed to bit. cook it first. God. That's, oh, man. Ugh. Gross. So uh, when her remains uh, started to smell, he put her dismembered corpse into two suitcases and brought them back uh, to a park in Paris. Um, so he's a fucking dumbass because he brought them to the park before sunset and many people were in the park he was spotted trying to dump the blood uh dripping suitcases in a lake like could you not be any more stupid i mean he is stupid obviously for going doing this in the first place but anyways uh so it obviously led people to call authorities and then which led him to be caught um, makes me think that he was not of sound mind. Well, yeah. And then he said, <coughs> he told police, he said he killed her to eat her flesh. Um, f- psychiatrist, uh, psychiatrists said that 
uh, was Issei? Issei? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Issei uh, was fascinated with cannibalism uh, since staring at classmates' thighs in the first grade. So he, he yeah, I know. He, he saw, like, girls' thighs in the first grade, and he's always been fascinated with them ever since. They, they that's, had... That's not how it happens. Yeah, I know. Well... No six-year-old is going to be like, hmm, thighs, cannibalism. Yeah. Well, apparently it is for this dude. And there is probably more there that oh. they don't know about. Yeah, probably. Uh, so he was actually committed to a psychiatric hospital until 18, 1983. Uh, and then the French actually shipped him back to Japan. Uh, so in Japan, so I think this is kind of fucked up too. So when he arrived back into Japan, they did not try him for the murder in Paris. So he's living a free man Yikes. right now, like still there. Uh, he had trouble finding a job, of course. Um, so he turned, uh, I don't know why this is funny. He turned to softcore porn. Um, but then they would actually show him like he would do biting scenes of like skin and stuff. <gasps> yeah. Which is really fucked up because like the people, like the production company is like playing on his crimes that he committed. They knew? How could you? I'm sure they did. Hmm. How could they not? Oh. That's probably why they did the biting scenes. That's messed up. Yeah. Um, they know how to make money. And oh, listen to this. So he also had a job as a sushi critic. He would know about yeah, meats. Yeah. So they. Wait, they wait, wait, wait. He had trouble eating raw, raw human flesh. meat. Yeah. But he was a raw fish critic. Yeah, but I like sushi, but I'm not going to – I'm going to have a problem eating – If you can't handle raw human meat, then you probably shouldn't be <laughs> eating raw <laughs> – I can't even finish. Yeah, Sorry. so uh, he – right um, – sorry. 2015, he uh, started suffering from diabetes, and he had two heart attacks. Or I think it was actually strokes, not heart attacks. Hmm. He had Something like that, yeah. So he's going off the deep end now. So I don't think we have anything to oh, worry he didn't about. Die? No, not Can yet. You? And he is confined to a wheelchair, and he's relying on public assistance. But apparently, his brother uh, helps him out still. Um, but he he lives by himself outside of Tokyo, and his family shunned him. You know. Yeah. You brought the great shame. Wow, that's racist of you. I'm, I'm Asian. <laughs> You're Korean, not Japanese. Yeah, but that's. that's <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. That would happen. That would happen in Korea too. Yeah, I was just. Great shame. Okay, dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. <laughs> mm, so, he. Uh, oh, okay. So then now. So while he's back in Japan, uh, he, this is also fucked up because he has a confessional and it's a highly graphic comic book that shows everything he did that night. Ew. And it's for sale on Amazon for 248 bucks. Did you look it up? Uh, yeah. There was a, there was a little link whenever I was looking at it. And 
Yeah. Isn't that messed up? And you can buy it on print, too. Oh, it's a Magna. Yeah. Ma- uh, manga. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the graphics show him committing the crime and his hand oh, is here nice. we go. Also, the insecurities that led him there. So, you probably get a little bit of the backstory. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Oh, God. I didn't want to see that. Yeah. Yikes. So, Crime scene yeah. photos. He's unfortunately free. Oh, he cut yeah. her boobies off. Yeah, no, I saw that, but it oh. looks like an Asian woman. The, the, the Of that picture. Leave the boobies alone. No, but... I'm being serious. That picture looks like an Asian woman. The um, the chick. Uh, Renee. Yeah, she. The she victim. was. She, yeah, she was. Uh, not Asian. <laughs> She's French, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. God. But yeah. Oh. So sad. What the? But that's that's the story of him. He's still there. He's still out there. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ. Yep, here's pictures of the manga. Yeah. Wow, that's disgusting. God. It's messed up. Yeah, I want to know what happened in his childhood to make him this way. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Oh, God, she was beautiful. She looks like um, Winona Ryder. Yeah, she kind of does, yeah. She was Dutch. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, I know. I think it's, like, it's obviously messed up, but it, I think it's just really messed up that he, like, has... He made a comic of this. Like, how did the... How he's not yeah, arrested. Like, and well, the... Well, Japan knows about this. Yeah, like, how they can't yeah. do anything about it. Yeah. But he... Uh, like, the parents of this, like, have this book out, like, showing how their daughter was actually killed. And mm. it's for his... Um, but benefit. But... Yeah. You know, they, um, so I'm looking at, um, crime scene photos because I like to give myself emotional trauma (laughs) and, um, they're showing the bottom half of this poor victim. And you know what he ate or seemingly ate the thighs. Yeah. Well, that's what he was obsessed with. God. All right, well, I'm going to go throw up. Okay. What yep. should we do next week? Um, I have the list here. I have it in my OneNote. So we have... Uh, I thought murders that were made into movies or uh, or that or like unsolved, um, which is kind of the same thing, but we could do well, unsolved. We did unsolved not that long ago. I know, but that were made into movies. Oh. Because we just did like... Why don't unsolved. we just do crimes made into movies and we can do whatever we want? Okay. Uh, but we also have other ones that are like... So nope, again. don't spoil it. Okay. Crimes made into movies. Okay. All right. Um, Boom. Crimes, murders, 
whatever made into movies cool um yeah if you have any suggestions anything you want us to do just let us yeah. know tell us how much we suck to the three people that listen to this jared yeah. i'm talking about you <laughs> you always give me um suggestions i forgot that word for a second oh yeah thanks me um and then you can email us uh b wilkerson and kate pennington at crimecouple.com because we're so cute yeah sure um, sure okay well okay this has been another episode of crime couple uh this was episode five six, six? Mm, something like know. that anyways yeah we'll figure it out after yeah. we uh <laughs> when i have to write it and post it, it. yeah <laughs> okay um thanks for listening yeah okay Bye. Bye. Dishonor. <laughs>